KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. Unapologetically progressive radio. Black owned and operated from the heart of Lumert Park, USA. The heart of Lumert Park, USA. We're listening, and the convo continues right now. Yeah, man. Middays with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. You know, I'm on our socials right now. By the way, you should be there as well. And I just noticed literally just now, 30 seconds ago, we crossed over 3,000 followers on our Instagram page in eight months. Man, we are. We appreciate y'all. By the way, that is an organic number. That's organic. Could we use resources to boost a number and, you know, artificially boost our numbers? It seems like every day we get into DMs and somebody, we could give you 15,000 extra followers for $1,500. All that stuff. I'm sure you get those all the time, too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah we could give you another 5,000 followers. You just send me 50 bucks. Man, shush. Okay, first of all. So I just want to say, officially, on behalf of the KBLA family, we appreciate y'all. Y'all stay on our socials, man. Notifications are off the hinges because of y'all. So uh, like, share, comment, follow, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, the whole nine. And uh, a quick programming note, by the way, at the top of the hour, I'm honored to welcome on to the Danny Mo Show, Dr. Teresa Price. She's the founder of the National College Resources Foundation. And she's going to devote a few minutes to us all to discuss the plight of the NCRF, uh, the accomplishments of her groundbreaking college expos, and how you might benefit from their efforts yourself. And they've got the upcoming 23rd annual Black College Expo in person, finally. (laughs) No more Zoom. Uh, It's coming this Saturday, February 19th at the Los Angeles Convention Center. Dr. Teresa Price, founder of the National College Resources Foundation, Inside Middays with Danny Morrison at the top at a one o'clock hour. Stay tuned. But as for now, let's have the discussion, shall we? We're discussing whether you believe Donald Trump is an actual racist and the trolls on social media that defend the behavior. We're also discussing the people around you that work on your nerves in much the same way and what we can do to alleviate the problem, right? There's one thing that I'm truly proud of myself for, right? I was thinking about this last night, right? As it relates to 2022. Before last year, I prided myself on walking through the gauntlet. That was my thing, man. Stepping into the fire. Taking on all comers that wanted to jump into my social threads or even my DMs to debate me about the ineffectiveness of that clown that they see as their messiah, Donald Trump. I always wanted to smoke. Bring the smoke. It's all good. And I saw it as kind of like my my God-given duty to dismantle whatever argument they were using to defend him. I used to call out instances of hypocrisy, and and I used to make fun of them at the same time. Matter of fact, I always do. That's just kind of what I like to do. You know, it was a sport to me. I love it. And I felt I was doing a service to God and the community at the same time, right? And for more than 10 years, it's close to 10, because, you know, he used to pop off about Barack Obama all the time, too. So I used to make fun of him then. So... And I made it my calling card, if you will, like to embarrass anyone that sided with people that were out to eliminate us as a people. You know who we are. We African-Americans, right? Now, to be fair, I still love to do it on occasion. If you're an avid listener to this broadcast, you know that's my thing. You've heard me do it on this show. I'm doing it today, too. (laughs) But uh, it used to be standard practice for me to spend and inordinate amount of time breaking down the knuckle-dragging Jethro's out there, as I like to call them, on the radio and on social media. I, I just really love it. Especially when the entire time Barack Obama was in the White House, 
They were pointing out all the shortcomings of him as a president. And I've admitted a number of times on this show, Barack Obama wasn't perfect. He was the first black president and as perfect as the first black president could be, in my opinion. But he wasn't perfect. I don't think he did enough on race relations. I don't think he did enough to help us as a people, we African-Americans specifically. And don't don't get me started on drone strikes. There's some things that he did that I, I just didn't think he was perfect. However, um, I realized two things throughout this entire process. One, those people can't be saved, man. They can't. Those Trump-supporting racists out there, which is what they are, you know, they populate the socials, and they're, they're at a place when there is absolutely nothing you can do to save them. Nothing. We did a show a few months ago, you guys might recall, that I said, stop wasting your time on those people. Those people that may have been in your life for years, the same people that were, you know, maybe used to hang out with them. Maybe used to go to games with them. Maybe they used to come over to the house and watch uh, football with you while the barbecue's cooking. But now they're Trump supporters. And I'm telling you, they're at a point now, it's cultish. There is nothing you can do about it. They have been programmed. And I honestly think there's a programming that's taking place right now in real time that believe that people of color, especially us, kings and queens now, are methodically working to take their country from them. They believe that, man. And the scary part is they're partially right. Only because we already talked about it on this broadcast. 2045, man, that's the year. It's going to be more minorities in this country than white people for the first time ever. The KKK has been preaching this thing for a generation. They call it replacement theory. They honestly think that we are here to replace them as a people. Now, I say that's partially true is because, you know, people of color having babies faster than white people in this country. And there's nothing they could do about it. Because we love having babies, huh? We used to make baby-making music until Ratchet RV took over. That's a whole nother conversation. So, yeah, they think that we are trying to take their country from them. Their country. They believe this country belongs to them. Even though we built it from the ground up. So they are on a mission to attack anyone that looks to be on the left or you support Biden and you support Kamala. When the hell is Kamala, by the way? And you support the Democrats and support uh, liberal policies, progressive policies, MSNBC. <laughs> if you support any of that, they don't appreciate it. So they work to protect Trump the same way that they protect the Jesus they claim to follow. So much hypocrisy is in that too. Anyone speaks out against Trump gets the horde. It's amazing. Like anytime you post something on social media, anytime Trump is this, Trump is that. Woo! If you, I think there's people on the right side of the tracks. All right? They, with a capital R, by the way, uh, on the right side, I think that they put Trump in the search field on every social site and say, who talking about Trump today? Who are we going to attack today? I think they do that because the combined IQ of that segment of the population is in the single digits. It, it is. 
<laughs> it is. I reckon I was wasting my time. I recognize I was wasting my time trying to combat cognitive dissonance. Okay? You're wasting your time. You cannot reason with a segment of the population that thinks NASCAR is a sport. Like, for real. Driving around in a circle is not a sport. I'm sorry. No matter what you... They're not athletes. That makes me laugh every time I see that, Moss. Here comes the athletes. Excuse me? That's athletic driving a car around in a circle? What do you think? Me, I, I give them a pass. Athletes. Dim cats. Athletes. Give them a pass. Ever driven a Formula One car? Uh, I've kind of. I've been in one, no. but I haven't driven one, but I've been in one. And it's, it looks, it's crazy. Intense, brother. It is. Big time. You you have to have some semblance of, your, your cardio's got to be in, in pretty good shape to drive. Oh, yeah. Athlete-o. The best, best athletes in the world to me, basketball and soccer players. Is fishing a sport? <laughs> That's a good one. Is fishing a sport? There is something called sport fishing, obviously. Um, yes. I think only because there's so many variables that co- goes into play for you to be effective at being a better fisherman or woman than the next person. Is that fair? Not racing? I don't think it's as true with racing. I think I understand you got to have certain tires. You got to, you know, your engine's got to be a certain way. And just the car, you're not talking about the guy's got to sit in there and maneuver traffic for hours and hours. You think hand eye coordination goes into play when it comes to driving? action time, hand eye coordination? Uh, yeah. You think so? See, I don't know. All I know is I refuse to call that bad boy a sport and call them athletes, though. And plus, they don't rock with us. They're fighting against having the freaking Confederate flag, man, wanting to bring it back. Yeah, so, I mean, I think it's a sport, though. You okay with that? I'm not okay with that, but I think, you know, that's just one of the sports that I'm not, not into. Right. I mean, come on now. I mean, they're, they're just, I think anybody that loves a sport like that, I think it's safe to say to me, you know, you just, like I said, the combined IQ of that entire segment of the population is single digits. That's all I'm saying. That's mm. <laughs> <laughs> my opinion. All up. Get some black people up in there. I think there's one. What was it, Bubba? Bubba Wallace? Is that his name? Remember the, 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 the noose and all that? Found mm-hmm. out it was just a truck tire or something. Right. They said, oh, it was there before. It wasn't for him. It was there before he got there. It was before. It was for the black guy before him. Um, when we come forward, we will continue the discussion. I will tell you also, I gave you the first reason on why I'm different in 2022 when it comes to that segment of the population. But I also, I'll give you another reason on why it applies to me and to you in 2022. 1-800-920-1580. Middays with Danny Morrison. KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Stay there. At KBLA Talk 1580, we are we Black are History. Black 24 hours a day, seven days, seven a, week. days a week. 365 days a year. 366 days in the leap year. We never turn in our black card. KBLA Talk 1580, your ancestors' favorite radio station. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. <laughs> Mid-Tapes with Danny Morrison on KVLA Talk 15. It's amazing how we're sitting here. You know, we're having a conversation about Trump and racism and Trump supporters and who you can support in the future and who who you're going to let to your circle in the whole night. And it has devolved into a conversation about what is a sport and what is not a sport. 
and you're wrong about it, okay? I, I told Miles what a, what a sport is is any activity to where you have to exude energy and you you have to compromise your lung capacity. I got bars today, boy. And you don't necessarily have to use a, a foreign object to achieve your goal. How about that? That's my, that's Roger right there. I just gave it to you. Sounds like a real, uh, you tiptoe to get that answer. <laughs> I was dancing, I know. Is chess a sport? Huh? Is chess playing a sport? Exactly. Exactly. Is 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 playing Halo on the Xbox is that a sport? Esports, is that a sport? Is that where we are? So as long as you can do something that probably a lot of the population can't do. You also said archery is not a sport. Archery's not He's gonna put that on the mic like that. He's gonna go ahead and just gas me out like that. Uh I don't think so. <laughs> what about competitive dancing? But you got to put out energy for that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's a sport. Even I'll even give you synchronized swimming is a sport. But we we so quick to just put sport on anything, anything that involves competition. It's now a sport. Stop. The same way we giving everybody a a medal or a trophy. All these kids. Not even like golf. I went back on golf a little bit because, man, I've walked 18 holes with a bag. Yo. But you you said, what about bodybuilding? <sighs> competitive bodybuilding. What's funny about competitive bodybuilding is it takes a lot of energy to build that body. <laughs> you know what a I'm lot saying? of energy to learn how to drive a Formula One car. The car's A lot of energy to learn how to competitively fish. The car is doing the work. I'm just... I, that's just my opinion. Now, what about a, a shooting? Oh, we got a very, very avid listener that loves that entire league. I'm gonna get into that right now. You feel about that though, being a sport? Right now, I'd say no. That's just my opinion. No. How do you feel about like horseback riding? <laughs> the horse is doing the work. I'm Come saying, on, like, we gonna do we gonna do this all. So, is the jockey uh, an athlete? Is that what you're telling me, or is the horse an athlete? Huh? I'm just, I'm just saying. Okay. Stop it. In any sport that don't allow black people to get in and beat our dominant selves, I can't rock with anyway. That's why they invented the X Games. Because they was like, you know, black people coming in and taking over all these sports, the Olympics and everything. I mean, we got black people winning in the, in the Winter Olympics right now as we speak. They said, we got to come up with something. You know what? Snowboarding is now a sport. Stop it. Stop it. The X Games. Stop it. We're going to start the Malcolm X Games is what we're going to do. Enough of this nonsense. Can we get back into it? We got mm. phone. We got phone call. <laughs> got phone calls going in. No. <laughs> You're taking me off track today. All right. Check it out. Uh, when we come forward, because we only got a few minutes and we got this queen coming in at the top of the hour. I'll try to make my point before the queen come in. Or maybe not. Or we'll continue our debate on what a sport is. 1-800-920-1580. Middays with Danny Morrison. The sport of radio. KBLA Talk 1580. with Danny Morrison continues with Walk Miles is out of his mind, man. Look, we, we got the queen coming up in a couple minutes here. Let me just finish out this hour by saying this, okay? Is hunting a sport? Hunting. Some hunting is a sport. I was telling Miles I've been hunting before. I don't hunt, but I've been. 
and I was just kind of chilling in the cut, you know. And uh, man, it's spraying urine on on certain plants, you know, to to get the deer. Deer is it deer or deer? Is deer already plural? I don't know. Deerses. Deer the deerses. Ice. Mice dice. Deer sigh. Um. Yeah, and then you know the the duck callers, you know, when you go duck hunting, and there's so much science that goes into hunting. I think I'm gonna cut them a break. Is parasailing a sport? No, nah, get out of here. Nah, nah. Man ain't meant to fly. Come on, man. I know some cats think that they get high and think it's flying, but nah, not no, absolutely not. I think that all of these sports that you're naming right now is because we dominate all the major sports. We used to dominate baseball until they recognized that the Latinos could come in and ain't got to rock with us no more. You know, shout out to the Latinos in the Major League Baseball, you know, getting that getting that paper. But, uh, you know, uh, quick, quick question for anybody listening right now that rocks with Major League Baseball. Who is the most popular American born black person, African-American in Major League Baseball? Go right now. Right now. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. OK. Other than Mookie. Ronald Acuna Jr. Oh, you know your baseball. I'm sorry. I really don't watch baseball like that. I just know these athletes. Oh, dude. My point is, we used to dominate that sport, too. And we just don't play baseball anymore because they ain't checking for us. There's no outreach happening in the African-American communities with Major League Baseball anymore. Football doesn't. Basketball obviously doesn't. Baseball ain't checking for us, man. Don't make me change the show tomorrow. I'll do it again. We're not in Bakersfield, but I, I, <laughs> I know I know a few uh, outreach programs to reach out to baseball in the inner city of you. Really? In in Vegas or L.A. or where? I'm not from L.A. I don't know about L.A., but I know for sure in Vegas. Yeah, I ain't doing it in Bakersfield. I'm talking about in our neighborhoods. I don't mean in the city. In our neighborhoods. Nope. What is a real testament of it? I know we're up against it. Yeah. Watch the, uh, the Little League World Series. Are we in those? We're dominating that. That'd be great. We have the international ones, but... You, we're dominating it. Okay. I might look that up just because you said. Uh, uh, they had the black girl who was a pitcher that won it uh, a couple years ago. I saw that. I did see that. News and traffic right now uh, in a couple minutes. Is it- baseball a sport then? No. Teresa Price, founder of the National College Resources Foundation, inside the Danny Mo Show. <laughs> Stay there. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. Middays with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580, chasing Dr. Teresa Price right now, the uh, founder of the National College Resources Foundation. In the meantime and in between time, let me finish my points up. We're talking about Donald Trump today, uh, talking about how uh, he's an actual racist and the trolls on social media that defend the behavior. And we're also discussing the people around you that work your nerves in much the same way and what we can do to alleviate the problem. And I talked about how uh, uh, those people can't be saved. Uh, the Trump supporting races that populate the socials all the time and how they think this is their country. And anytime you say anything against that former president, they lose their minds. So, again, they can't be saved. And I stopped wasting valuable time letting them get under my skin on social media. Right. But here's the other thing that I didn't get into. I have to protect my peace, though. I do. That is muy importante to me. I don't get down with the New Year's resolutions. I know. At the end of the year, everybody tell you, well, I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to start working out. I'm going to start eating right. You know, I ain't going to be drinking liquor no more. 
I'm going to stop having one night stands. Lying. Everybody lying. Stop lying. But uh, <laughs> I made the decision that I'm just going to protect my peace. Just a number of years ago, I found myself not only surrounded with people close to me that were constantly working my nerves, but surrounded by people that I didn't even know that were doing exactly the same thing. Right? And I had to make a change, man. I purged my life. Purge. You ever been there? Huh? And it hurts to do it, too. You got to end those relationships. You got to leave those partnerships. You got to leave circles that talk about other people more than they do the future. It's really important to me. You got to leave the gossipers that spend too much time talking about uh, other people behind their backs. You got to surround yourself with people that will support you and recommend you when you're not around. And you know that the darkness will eventually turn to light if you just allow yourself to stay focused and reset the table. And I did. And it was the best move I ever made. I, I'm telling you, how much stress do you wake up with huh? every morning? You always think about just something random. It could be bills. It could be your job. It could be your relationship. It could be your kids. It could be anything, right? Some of those things you can't get away from. It's a part of life. It's the way it goes down. But I'm telling you, those things that you can control, you got to change that in 2022. You deserve it. You do. You deserve that change. You know, I got people now in my life. Call on me. Check on me. Make sure I'm okay. You know, they listen to the broadcast. They tell people about my content. They share my stuff on social media and truly are in my corner. That is so important to me, man. And I told myself 2022, matter of fact, 2020, not just 2022, 2020. I told myself, like Michael Jackson said, make that change. I said, I'm going to do it. For real. And I implore anyone listening. That is living a life that you feel is full of too much drama. Take it upon yourself. Do like I did. Physically make a list. Real talk. Physically make Not in your head. Get a pen and paper. Not in your phone. Pen and paper. Write down exactly what is bothering you in your life right now. Take it upon yourself to take inventory of what? And who is around you and act accordingly. Start out 22 with peace, man. We already halfway through the second month of the year. All right? Start out 22 with peace. Not with peace is a crap. Okay? <laughs> you heard? Seriously. You got to make that happen. How we doing on time, Mouse? I tell you what. When we come forward, we have located the doctor. Dr. Dre blazed up the Super Bowl halftime show on Sunday. We got a doctor coming in on the Danny Moe Show. Yay, yay. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Middays with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Stay there. Around here, we're unapologetic.
unapologetically black 24-7. Every day is Black History Month for us. KBLA Talk 1580. Right now. It is time. It takes with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. She is the founder of the National College Resources Foundation, also known as the NCRF, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that was founded in 1999 in direct response to the passing of California's Proposition 209 that banned affirmative action programs in California colleges. Since its inception, the organization has secured and distributed more than $1 billion in scholarships and grants and has helped over 500,000 students, over 350,000 first-generation students, get into college, hosting over 150 college expos produced by the NCRF. And during the pandemic, over 11 virtual college and career expos and today. This queen will devote a few minutes to us all to discuss the plight of the NCRF, the accomplishments of her groundbreaking college expos, how you might benefit from the efforts yourself, and the upcoming 23rd annual Black College Expo in person, finally, this Saturday, February 19th, 2022, at the L.A. Convention Center. Ladies and gentlemen, kings and queens, inside Middays with Danny Morrison, the incomparable Dr. Oh, Teresa man. Price, <laughs> founder wow. of the National Colorado <laughs> You're incomparable, man. <laughs> Danny Morrison, you sound amazing. You make anybody that's feeling down, they got a feeling up when they hear you. Well, I'm going to bring a queen in the right way. I just want you to know I did a lot of research on you last night and this morning. Your your beautiful assistant or whoever sent me the information, it brought a tear to a brother's eye. Oh, man, you make me cry. You what make you me cry. do? Actually... Let me just say it before oh, before man. we get started. Let me just I'm going to put it out there. It's very rare that we as African-Americans see people that are balling. Because I saw you were in media. You were doing radio. You were doing TV. You were doing a whole nine balling. You stepped away from that, got in marketing, and you said, there is a void for our people. For you to listen to God's voice and say, I'm going to do this for our people. Doctor, I just want you to know, God bless you and everything that you do. Real talk. Oh, man. You just said the key word is God. Yes. It's all. It's nothing, nothing, nothing but God. Mm. If it were, he, he told me my purpose, and he reminded me when I was in the hospital bed that, look, all this other stuff you're doing, you're not supposed to be doing. You're not supposed to be doing all this entertainment. You're supposed to be a vessel for young people. That is what your purpose is. That is why you're here. And I listened, and I said, I said then, how am I going to do it? He said, don't worry. Don't worry about that part. Just do what you're here for. And I think that's a lot of us don't realize purpose. Uh, we don't even realize we're supposed to have a purpose here in life. And I think just knowing your purpose, and when you walk in your purpose, it just all works together for good, for you know, for those that love the Lord. So I'm just walking in my purpose. I'm just a vessel for young people. All the accolades, whatever, I have to give them to the Lord and Savior because he's the one. He's the one that's moving me. He's the one that's fueling me. He's the one that's feeding me. He's the one that tells you everything. So it's like I'm just here to be a servant for others. And I, I you think and you say, if Martin Luther King gave up all he gave up in, in short life at 36 and did all the things he did and sacrificed his time and family, we can't sacrifice a little bit to change some things that ain't right. We know it's not right. We got to change it. We can't talk about it. We got to do it. Mm. So that's what it is. You just got to do it. Instead of sitting around, I just said to myself, what am I going to do about it? Mm. What am I going to do about it? So I challenge all of us, you know, as we look around and see what's going on. And I see kids every day because we're in about 80 schools. So I see students 
Every day we work with students and try to help them just know that they matter, help them know that they we care, we love them, they're loved. They can do and be anything because the system has our kids thinking not. And it's like we have to continue to fuel them, to massage their shoulders, to uplift them, and let them know that they can do and be anything they want. They just got to do the work. Yes, there's work, but you can do it. There's no, there's no ceiling. And I think the more that our kids get that, the more we'll see more future leaders, more everything, because they're predicting our wealth, black wealth, to be 2035 to be zero. That's and right. how can we stand here? How can we stand here knowing that and not do nothing about it? Look, I don't expect to get emotional today, man. I mean, Dr. Teresa Price with the National College Resources Foundation, your entire breakdown right now, that's the show. That's what we talk about all the time on this show. I've been trying to convey this information to my audience to make everybody know that these young people feel so lost in 2022. And we always just point our finger in their chest all the time. You ain't going to do nothing. You lazy. You just. How do we get young people to understand that they are worth something in a society that is doing everything possible to show them that they're not. No, you're right. Because it starts with your mind. You know, we're right here at San Diego doing the Black College Expo, San Diego Black College Expo right now. And we have thousands of students out there now. And it's like it starts with your heart and your mind. Heart and mind is everything. If you know, you, we all want to feel, all of us in the world want to feel loved, needed, and wanted. So if you're growing up and you hear every day you're not nothing, you look on the TV and you see somebody look like you that's not doing what you, you know, it just happened to be, it's you not doing something. And you hear and you see that all those visual images every day. How do we think advertising works? Mm. How do you think it works on the reticular part of the brain? You keep seeing those messages, seeing those messages, and you believe it. And so we have to go in and uncover all those layers of that. And let them know it starts with your heart and it starts with the mind. Let them know that you love them. Even if they're not related to you, let the kids know that they are good. They are special. They're amazing. They're incredible. They can do and be anything. They need to hear that every day. Like a broken record. They need to know and you will live up to that. You live up to that. So that's where it all starts. And then you get all the things, the tutoring and the all that. But it starts with the heart and it starts with the mind. Mm. That's the most important thing. We're talking to Dr. Teresa Price. She's with the National College Resources Foundation. Now, you broke down what we should be doing with these young people. But, you know, there's another side to this entire conversation. We mm-hmm. as adults are pretty broken <laughs> ourselves now. Yes, 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 we are. So, we are. So how but do we you, convey you know, to the to the grown folk? that you can do this and you can also still inspire your children, even though you need a little inspiration sometimes yourself. Well, we all got to find our Zen. That is, you know, when we have, we all have those days that we have highs and lows. Some people have more highs and lows. Some people have more lows and highs, but we have to find our Zen in all of that, of what makes you feel good. Is it, is it music? Is it gospel music? Is it a message? Is it, you know, a sermon? You got to find your Zen that empowers you. We all have that. Is it playing video games? Is it whatever it is? You have to find that peace so that you can be empowered. But positive messages are just like listening to, you know, like we're saying, the Saren, you're great, you're wonderful. It's the same thing. You have to, we all, all of us, and I do every day. I just got to listen to the word every day because I have to stay filled up. So you have to feed your mind with positive situations, positive affirmations, positive words, positive environments. If you know you're in a, a what they call a, a toxic environment or you're around negative people, step out of that crowd. Just say, oh, I'll pray for you and go and just find yours in. 
because negative breeds negative and positive breeds positive. Mm. So if you're in a negative situation, you got to feed your mind constantly with positive. I have been there when you've been down and out, money, don't know where you're going to turn, how you're going to get it done. You don't, but God, man, I hate to say it. It ain't nothing. I ain't hate to say it. I love saying it. I take that back. I love saying it, but God. And you have to believe and know. But when you believe, you have to know. You have to know on purpose, period, that God can do and be anything. All those words we hear, you know, everything worth the other good. We say it, but we got to believe it. You got to know it. And you got to act on it. You got to speak it into fruition. You got to speak it into existence. You got to say it every day. You look yourself in the mirror. Say you're great. Say you love yourself. It's not just for our kids. We need to say it to us. How can we love anybody if we don't love ourselves? So you have to feed yourself. You have to feed your mind just as you give food and give life to others. You have to feed yourself. You're not going to get muscles like Donnie Morrison if you don't go out there and lift weights and do the exercise and take the nutrition. You're not going to get that. You got to feed your body right. You got to do the exercise. You got to do the extra lifting, the reps. The reps give you the muscle. It's the same thing. You got to get the reps with the positive affirmations. You got to say to yourself every day, thank you, Lord, for waking me up. I know I'm great. I'm wonderful. I know I'm, I matter. You got to say those words to yourself. And especially when you're feeling down, you got to make your mouth say it to yourself. You got to make your mouth or find that song or that gospel song or that, that word that you heard or look back into your notes, something that you heard or said. You got to feed yourself with positive affirmations, positive energy, positive atmosphere, Positive, breathe positive. Man, y'all better pass the offering plate around right now. <laughs> we are talking to Dr. Teresa Price with oh, the National College Resources. Okay, we got to get into the NCRF. I mean, you and I can have this type of conversation all day long. Oh, now. This is yes, my bread and yes, butter yes, right yes, here. Yes. But I listen to you. I listen to you, and you are you are powering. And don't think nobody's listening because we're all listening. Every time you speak positive, it's another commercial that we hear. And mm. we need to hear positive commercials. So keep it going. Mm. Keep it going, knowing that you're touching. You're making somebody's light shine within them. Mm. That means everything to me. I need to hear that today. Trust me. I needed to hear that today. <laughs> so check this out. Now, according to Georgetown University's 2020 recovery report, 55 mm. million jobs will be available at the end of 2020. And we already yeah. know that America has not produced enough skilled, yeah. trained, and talented um, workforce to secure those jobs, right? We talk about it on right. this broadcast all the time. They took the trades out of school. Oh, I yeah. think that was the, the origin, the genesis, if you will of making sure the black and brown kids don't have the skill set to go out into corporate America. Yeah, yeah. all the things you said that make us whole. Go on, keep going. So tell me how NCRLF is helping to alleviate that problem. Well, we we started a program called the Movement Enrichment Program, and it's actually a program that actually some Howard students. So when we do our expos around the country, because we do it in 12 different markets, we were in D.C. doing the Expo, the Black College Expo there, and I was taking some of the college students out to dinner, just like checking on them because we try to stay. We want to help the students, you know, matriculate through school and retention. So we were taking them, and I was listening in the back, and they were saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to grad school after. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go to law school. And, I mean, we had them in the back. They could have been saying, I'm taking the girl out. I took the homegirl last night. No, they were talking about how they were going to continue to excel in life. And I heard them. They were just talking about it. Yeah, man, yeah, dude. And I turned around. I looked at them. I said, y'all the movement. 
Y'all the movement. Mm. So ever since we started that program in the schools, and so schools started saying, can you come and help our kids? So we basically go into school. We, we actually uh, uh, confront the disparities in the educational system. That's a, one of our programs, and we basically go in and we provide intervention, mentoring, college and career planning, tutoring, student-athlete assistance, and internships and careers. So I, we call it like wraparound services because we want to help students first as we talk about the mind and the heart, and then at that point just feed them and show them and guide them and provide resources for them to excel. So that's how we were able to change trajectory, trajectories in terms of we had students that when we got into some of the districts, the graduation rate for blacks were like 69 percent, 71, 72. We got those numbers to 100 percent graduation rate. And it just comes down to just really working with students and really being available for them because they might need you on the weekend. They might need to text and just feel good. So it's just we're all just kind of like we're trained in trauma training, conflict resolution, just anything that it's going to take to help students know that they can do and be anything. I just don't want any student to ever feel like they they cannot do anything. And so I just want to offer that's why we have every kind of whether you want to be I always say an actor or a zoologist. We have a program to just try to help them navigate that process and also support them when they're there so they don't feel like they're in it by themselves. So that's kind of like one of the programs that we have is a movement program that does that. And it just, you know, we work with student athletes. We've helped over a thousand student athletes, not only just get athletic scholarships, but also helping them understand the game. If you get using your talent, get your degree. Don't just go in there playing and high sign and go up in there and get your degree. Leave out with something because nobody can take your college degree from you. So it's those kind of things. We have a STEAM program to try to close, you know, 12%, only 12, 12%, I'm sorry, 87% of tech jobs are white male. That, that can't be, that's not diverse. So we have to, all these tech companies, we need to make sure that we are inspiring kids to go into technology. So our science, technology, engineering, arts, agriculture, aviation, aerospace, and math. So our A's to the fourth power, because there's diversity needed in all those areas. When planes get st- stalled or delayed or canceled, there's not enough pilots flying the plane. And then you know when you think black, there's not enough. So whenever you know it's not enough, when it comes down to every sector, then black is it's really not enough. So we're trying to change that and change the tra- trajectories by offering those programs. We have a STEAM mobile that goes around the city that just basically just empowers students in those STEAM areas. It's a free that we just take out and it's just to empower them. We have 3D printers, 12 um, Mac computers there. I'm sorry, 10 Mac computers on there. And then we also have an African Aviation and Aerospace Museum that travels and it's basically uh, black history aviators in flight that paved the way for our black aviators. And it's also in partnership with Chauncey Spencer Sr. I know you're a historian mm-hmm. who is responsible for Chauncey Spencer the Second is the one that we that actually drives a aviation and takes it into all the schools, and it's, it's a traveling museum. And it's his dad, for those of you that don't know, Chauncey Spencer Sr. and Dale White were the two individuals that were bold enough to go to President Truman to say, "Look, we you you guys need to diversify World War II. We have black fi- uh, pilot fighters that can drive these planes and and save America, right?" So that's how the Tuskegee Airmen actually came to existence. It's Chauncey's dad and Dale White that got, then it was president, I mean, Senator Truman, who then became president. And that integration happened in the Air Force. And 
That's why, you know, it paved the way for black aviators now to this day. So we're going to have a uh, we actually going to have a in 2025, we're going to be in the Smithsonian Museum where we have a feature because this program that we have features the Tuskegee Airmen. And we'll have a display in there just like just dedicated just to share that history because so many of us don't know that history. Mm-hmm. So that's just a lot of one of the other programs, our STEAM program, the student athlete program, our movement enrichment program, then the college expos program. And then we also have our internships and careers program where we partner with a lot of the companies that we are saying you need diversity that come to us saying they need it, but we're making sure that it happens. Mm. So it's just anything that we can think of that not only just empowers the students, but also gives them the resource to do it. We're talking That's to, what National College Resource is all about. We're talking to Dr. Teresa Price, which is the National College Resources Foundation. I'm up against it. I got about two minutes here, so I need you to break okay, down because okay. it's a big one on Saturday. The 23rd Annual yes. Black College Expo uh, is proud to present the expo in person this year because you're in san diego right now but you're yes, doing it in person yes, in la san diego in person we got our mask on but we in person but yes we are basically every students will have an opportunity to get accepted on the spot they waive application fees so you will save thousands of dollars in applications they're also giving away scholarships on the spot we're doing an hbcu caravan right now we've been on the road since monday we've given away 20 million dollars already since monday we are there at the convention center. Hopefully we'll give away $30 million just that day in scholarships. It's just about, you know, it's about resources. It's about opportunities. We have your Naja Roberts, who's going to be doing the ABCs of yeah, cryptocurrency. the queen. We're working with her, so she's the queen. We also have Yo-Yo, my girl, who's wow. in San Diego with us, too. Also she's of KBLA, by the way, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, she's also there. Well, oh, we got that going on. Yeah, Yo-Yo's doing her How to Get A's in English. Her her workshop is phenomenal. It really it is like English teachers come up and say, "I learned thirty minutes and thirty minutes with my students take a long time to learn." I've wow. learned students why it's just the way she teaches it. It's just amazing. We also have how to think and grow rich, why attend HBCU, how to find money for college. I mean, it goes on and on and on. We have a lot of resources, a lot of our, how to start a business, all of that. All the re, we are interviewing on the site. Actually, there's company called America Bank. Thanks to them, U.S. Army, uh, you know, Disney, Nickelodeon, they're interviewing. So we have a lot of opportunities for students. Mm. I just want to say it's just really such an honor and a privilege to have you on this broadcast. God bless you in every single thing that you do. I know Saturday is going to be just as successful as everything that you have done. And thank you so much for listening to God's voice and doing everything possible to help us as a community. I just really appreciate you so much, Queen. Thank you so much for reminding me again of my purpose and underlining what God said. So I appreciate you guys. I'm so proud of KBLA. I, everywhere I go, trust me, me and my husband, we're yelling, everybody, download that, download that. <laughs> so I applaud you guys for what you're doing. Tavis, you know, been knowing forever. I'm just Elston Butler, my home, bone, coon. Yeah, you're from Compton, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. So I am just excited that you guys are doing what you do. You got fabulous leaders leading the way. I'm so proud. I will continue to be a voice to spread the word about what you guys are doing. And I know it's just it's just blowing up because I hear it every day. Every day somebody is saying something about KBLA. Yeah, because we doing God's work just like you, Queen. That's what we're here for. All right. I appreciate you so much. Have a good one. If you need anything else, keep us posted. Okay. 
Okay, thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you, too. Dr. Per- Teresa Price with the National College Resources Foundation. When we come forward, I got a 7 Series for you. Keep it on Middays with Danny Morris at KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about, y'all. Making your middays meaningful. More of Danny Morrison straight ahead. On KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Man, I tell you what, man. I Just one more time for the doctor coming up in here, man. I mean, can we give her some love, please? She is the call of the day right there. Man, Teresa Price, like, that right there. Uh, you, ever, you ever been having one of them days and all of a sudden just a person comes in and sprinkles some some of God's word on you. That's kind of what happened with me in real time. Y'all heard it yourself. Just sprinkling some God's word on you. And you're just like, thank you so much for that. I needed that. And I think that is divine intervention. And she's right. I I don't think anybody can get to the mountaintop unless you got a little God in your life. I just don't think it's possible. I don't. And even if you happen to, let's say you, you, know, you had the devil riding you know, alongside you on your journey. Trust me, the devil could drive too, all right? Trust me, and he gets you to your journey exactly where you want to be, right? If you ain't got God in your life, you ain't going to stay that long. You won't. You'll crash and burn, man. You got to have God at the center of everything that you do. That's how you get there. You sustain that thing for the long term. And then I believe, this is my belief, I believe God will sustain you to where you will continue to accumulate the resources necessary to help those around you. I think that's how it works. I think God entrusts those that he believes are his hardest fighting soldiers out there. He touches you on your head and go, Bing! I'm going to bless you. However, I'm going to bless you, but I expect you to pay it forward. If you out there buying jewelry, cars, and look at my house, you posted on social media, look at this, look at this watch, look at this, look at them rims on my truck, look at... God will be like, okay, we're going to go and take that from you. You're not doing what I needed you to do. You're not. So, she's right. She listened to God's voice. That queen was, uh, she was in TV, and she was in radio, and she was doing her thing, and she stepped away from all that. You know, you go to college, you know, communications and all that. You learn how to do all that stuff. And then could you imagine doing all that work to achieve your dream of being in TV and radio? And then just all of a sudden going, I don't do this no more. (laughs) Because I want to go out and impact the African-American community, which is exactly what she did. And look what she is doing. As a matter of fact, I didn't get to it because we ran out of time. Listen to this. Just a few bullet points on the NCRF. NCRF has yielded a 100% graduation rate on our focus target groups, helped over 500,000 students get into college, assisted over 1,000 athletes with athletic scholarships, secured over $500 million in scholarships and grants, hosted over 144 college expos, over 95% of NCRF scholarship students finish college, over 90% of NCRF students attend a two-year or a four-year college, NCRF College Expo has increased college enrollment to HBCUs a minimum of 20%. They've given away over 900,000 in scholarships. 80% of NCRF students increased their grades at least one letter grade and placed over 1,000 students in internships and careers. 
Oh, come on. Come on. That is tangible damage right there. Leave your media career and go, I'm going to impact the African-American community the right way. That is direct impact, man. She's amazing. I've got to get her back on uh, very, very soon. No doubt. Do some house cleaning. I'll get into the seven series because we got to do this because, you know, we got to. We got to read who our winner is today of the swag bag, right? Make sure you guys are checking out the podcast. A lot of streams happening on that thing. I just want to tell you guys, God bless you for continuing to download my shows. Uh, these shows in full, commercial free. <laughs> you can do it anytime, any day via the KBLA app or KBLA1580.com. Also, uh, I mentioned earlier in the broadcast about our socials. Just crossed 3,000 on Instagram. Uh, great numbers on Facebook, of course. Also on Twitter. We appreciate your engagement over the last eight months that we've been on the er, coming up on our eighth month, I think on the 19th is our eighth month, which is crazy. It's only been eight months, Miles, man. It seems like we've been working together for five years, man. No, right? Right? Uh, but we appreciate y'all so much. So like, share, comment, follow. You know how we do. And download that app. You already know about that thing. If you ain't got it already, you should get that now. iOS or Android. Uh, picks, bios, uh, the aforementioned podcasts on there. And uh, you can also use the open mic feature and talk about any element of this show or any show on our network. It's the KBLA app, iOS, Android. Once again, do it now. Okay? Don't take up a whole lot of your hard drive either, by the way. It, it's it's very, very convenient. You know? Doesn't, doesn't use all the juice in your phone. Your Obama phone will survive. I promise. And lastly, today's winner of the KBLA Black History Month swag bag is Keith Bennett. Giving away a KBLA Black History Month swag bag every day this month. So there's plenty of chances for you to win. All you got to do is download or open the KBLA 1580 app and tell us who your favorite historical figure is from black history. That's it, man. Once you do, you're automatically entered in to win a KBLA Black History Month swag bag full of some really cool stuff. You probably heard the promo on our rotation talking about all the things that are in that thing. You should see these things. It's amazing. Download or open the KBLA 1580 app today for your chance to win, and we will have another winner tomorrow for Black History Month. You know how we do. Is that everything? Let's do it. Uh, our seven series today, look. I really wanted to block that cat on Twitter last night. If you heard my opening monologue, I talked about how I was going to come in and talk about Kanye today. However, my little back and forth with a guy on Twitter about how, you know, Donald Trump's not a racist and we that are libtards is what they call us, by the way. How we don't know what we talk about. We just be making stuff up about his president. You know, right? I never advocate for violence, but that cat needed some hands put on him. But, you know, we don't know who each other was, et cetera, et cetera. But... Uh, a simple blocking will do. But we all have people in our lives that deserve to be blocked in real life, right? Don't we? So out of seven series today, seven people that deserve to be blocked in real life. People that are directly or indirectly complicating your life in ways that you just wish life had a block button. Sometimes right there standing in front of them. 1-800-920-1580. Oh, my God. I can trust me. I can relate. 1-800-920-1580. one 920 1580. Seven people that deserve to be blocked in real life. Number one. If you are defending the actions of one Kanye West and writing it off as a man that is simply trying to get his family back, like somebody I know, I don't want to mention no names, but it rhymes with Miles Lowe. 
You deserve to be blocked in real life. Recognize unhealthy and dangerous behavior when you see it. We in the African-American community are always so quick to find excuses for bad behavior. We do it all the time, especially from our best and our brightest. What Kanye is doing isn't a man as being aggressive. It's a man as being abusive. Full stop. We got to stop trying to make it into something that it is not. As I told someone earlier, don't want to mention no names, rhymes with Miles Lowe. <laughs> This ain't about 10 kids. It's not. You can see your kids. If you want to, you can go to court and say, hey, I want this custody. I want joint custody or whatever. I want to see my kids on these days, on these hours. Okay? So to say that they won't let me see my kid, huh? go to court. They'll change that. So to make it about that is not true. But here's what troubles me, and I'm probably jumping the gun because I wanted to do this tomorrow, but I'll give you a little sneak peek on what I'm going to talk about tomorrow. What's troubling me more than anything about the Kanye West, Kim Kardashian situation is how he's using us to further his plight. He's using his popularity to hurt her. That bothers me. And the worst part is we're joining in. That's troubling. That's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. So if you're defending those actions, you deserve to be blocked in real life. Mm. Whatever, Kanye West stan. 1-800-920-1580. Middays with Danny Morris at KBLA Talk 1580, where Black Lives Matter. We know you have options, but thank you, thank you for making the best choice. The only station in L.A. of the people, by the people, for the people. Unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. Stay tuned. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. It days with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, Snoop Dogg is uh is posting the album chart, the hip hop album chart on iTunes. Number one on the chart is Dr. Dre 2001 right now. Number two is Snoop Dogg. Best to death row. And number three is Dr. Trey the Chronic. That is that Super Bowl magic right there. I see if Leah Neal. <laughs> That's why when they were talking to Mary J, because you know they don't get paid for that, right? Matter of fact, they're reporting that Dr. Trey paid $7 million of his own money to do the Super Bowl. Right? So they asked Mary at the press conference, like, you don't get paid to do this? She goes, this is a moment. You ain't got to pay me. We're going to reap so many benefits just from being in this show. It'll pay for itself, and they're seeing that right now. I wonder what her streams are doing right now. They got to be crazy. She just dropped the album, too. Yeah, oh that's, oh, that's perfect timing. She deserves it, man. Mary does not get her flowers like she she deserves to. And I wonder how many white women were listening to her going, What's that? Is that the Young and the Restless theme song that they're playing? Why are they messing up the Young and the Restless theme song? Black people are always stealing. Like, oh, yeah, just like y'all stole this country. Just like y'all stole the blues from us and made it rock and roll. Just Try like, to steal the election. Try to steal the election. Don't talk to us about stealing, okay? Could we not? Don't go there. Seven people that deserve to be blocked in real life, okay? Here's number two. If you were criticizing your employer for telling you that you should get mandated to get the COVID-19 vaccine, you deserve to be blocked in real life. Sorry. 
You don't want to hear it. But I'm here for it. You are not mandated to take the vaccine. I'm so sick of seeing that on social media. Stop it. No, you're not. Let's get that straight. There is no federal legislation mandating that you take the vaccine to live in America. It doesn't exist, no matter how many times you say it. However, private business can do whatever they want to do. They can. The same way you can do whatever you want to do. So if you want to stay unvaccinated, do you, boo? No, I care. But private businesses will do them too. So you don't want them forcing their beliefs on you. Stop trying to do the same thing. Okay? Here's number three. If you get into an argument or a fist fight in a stadium or a parking lot or a sports bar, violently defending a sports team that doesn't even know you exist, you deserve to be blocked in real life. We haven't even talked about that whole thing, man. If you haven't heard, a San Francisco 49er fan was beaten apparently during the Sundays, last Sunday's NFC, or two Sundays ago, NFC Championship game against the Los Angeles Rams and is now in a medically induced coma. Daniel Luna, 40, remains hospitalized after he was found in a parking lot at SoFi Stadium around 4 p.m., half hour into the game, Inglewood police reported. Brian Cifuentes Russell, 33 years old, a resident of Los Angeles, is out on $30,000 bail and charged with one felony count of assault by means to produce great bodily injury. Look, man. I love my Chicago Bears. I love my Los Angeles Lakers, too. Okay, LeBron was God-tier last night. We already talked about it. But I would never fight somebody over either team or any player ever. Grow up. If that cat is guilty, I hope they throw the book at him. You ever been in a fight over your team? Keep it real up in here. I never been in a fight over my team, no. Have you ever had someone threaten to fight you, fight you over a team or a game or anything? I've been in fights because somebody's tried to fight me over their team, yeah. Well, self-defense is different. So what do you this, – this doesn't look like – the, they said he was sucker punched. Because he had a Niner jersey on. Okay. Punk move. Now, that's a punk move. Punk move. And I ain't trying to put nobody out there because I don't know what the policies are. What are the alcohol policies at SoFi? Well, importantly, that's 4 p.m. For the game really start. It's like 30, 20, 30 minutes into the game. Well, these cats are getting drunk, you know, out in the parking lot, man, you know. It's like, come on. He better hope that cat don't die. Because right now it's assault. As soon as that cat dies, it's murder. Pray for him. Absolutely pray for him. Do that already. How we doing on time? All right, when we come forward, I will try to squeeze these last few in. You're going to be tough. Middays with Danny Morris, KVLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Middays with Danny Morris, 1580. 1580. <laughs> I wish we had a little bit more show here, man. It's crazy, right? <laughs> hey, we're inside the seven series. I'm going to try to burn through it, okay? Seven people that deserve to be blocked in real life. Here's number four. If your child is missing school, missing homework, and or getting in trouble at school and has an Xbox Series X, a PS5, a Nintendo Switch, an iPhone, or an iPad at home, you deserve to be blocked in real life. 
We discussed getting away from whoopings and spankings on yesterday's broadcast, but there has to be a happy medium. I'm not telling anyone how to parent their child, but we should at least be willing to draw a line somewhere when it comes to the young kings and queens within our communities. Everywhere I go in L.A., I see kids being dragged by their parents while the kid is holding some expensive electronic device in their hands, and we have to determine how much our children should have their faces in a screen every day and who deserves a chance to even have one. Number five. <laughs> I don't know, Miles. If you don't recognize the gravity of what we saw on the Super Bowl halftime show on Sunday, you deserve to be blocked in real life. I got quite the chuckle a few days ago after seeing none other than Candace Owens give love to the Dr. Dre-led Super Bowl halftime show. Much to the chagrin of her followers on Twitter, she wrote, quote, This is an excellent Super Bowl halftime performance. Undeniable hip-hop and R&B excellence. End quote. Candace Owens said that! Her followers would go on to call her comments disappointing, ignorant, called the show racist, and a couple even threatened to unfollow her for not adhering to her usual song and dance, so to speak, by hating any and everything that got to do with black people. (laughs) But regardless of what color you are and where you come from, no one can deny the magic of that moment on Sunday, huh? Here's number six. If I don't see you at the ballot box in November... You deserve to be blocked in real life. I hate to bring this up again, but there's a new shoe store right in Inglewood that seems to regularly have a line down the sidewalk. I'm not hip to the shoe game like I used to be back in the day, but it's obvious to me that this place has cornered the market on the best shoes at the best prices. My problem isn't that these people love rocking some new kicks. My problem is with the color of the kings in line. If that were a line to vote... I'm willing to bet that these same cats wouldn't be standing there in the hot sun. Our priorities are a mess. Until we African-Americans identify what really is important to us as a people, we will continue to languish in our pain and never seize control of our communities. Period. And lastly, number seven. I got through it, Miles, man! If they can't bring me peace, if if they are only capable of bringing you pain, You deserve to be blocked in real life. You know who they are. Some are wolves in sheep's clothing. Some will try to act as though they have your best interests at heart, but make it more about themselves than about you. It could be friends. It could be family. It could be clergy. Real talk. Just make sure that in 2022, you learn early on who really has your back. You deserve it. There will be many suitors vying for your affection and your attention. I just pray that God gives you the discernment to choose wisely. But that's just me. Oh, made it happen, Cap'n. Better. See, that's that's a little bit better, huh? Better, boy. The heat. Would you call me a boy? What is this? I was going to say, with an eye, boy. (laughs) The D.L. Hughley Afternoon Show is up next in the meantime and in between time. Y'all keep it on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Be good. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.